You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. It might seem that historical fiction does not offer much room for imagination. But in Hide Me Among the Graves, Tim Powers creates a supernatural secret history of the lives of the pre-Raphaelite poets and painters, including Algernon Swinburne. Critics hesitantly began to concede that Swinburne's poems, for all their pagan and even anti-Christian excesses, held a power not seen in English literature since Shelley and Byron and Keats. Naturally, thought Swinburne now, I share the same species of muse that those poets had. The attentions of the antediluvian stony tribe kill those we love and make us suffer in sunlight, but in a side effect that they may not even be aware of, awaken language in us, make of it a living beast that can be harnessed and ridden. Powers finds the inspiration for his fantasy in the reality of history. I just go with where the research leads me, reading the biographies of people like Byron and Keats and Shelley and all the way up through Christine Rossetti and Algernon Swinburne, it really does seem to the kind of paranoid squint I like to look at research with that their gift, their poetic gift, did seem to sort of come from outside themselves. The life of Dante Rossetti seemed to make his work easy. I got interested in the Rossettis simply because Dante Gabriel Rossetti, when his wife died, put his whole notebook of poetry manuscripts into the coffin with her, and and the poems were buried with her. And then, of course, a few years later, a publisher told him, you know, if you had a collection of poetry, we could, we could publish a book. And so Rossetti said, ah, give me a couple of days and dug her up again. And so given my fantasy writer squint, I immediately thought, why did he really dig her up again? He needed to get something else out, or he needed to put something else in. Powers' research leads him to discover facts for which a supernatural explanation seems perfectly reasonable. The Rossetti siblings, the four of them, didn't have children, at least didn't have children that survived. Then old Edward Trelawney gave William a piece of Shelley's charred skull. It was all true. I'm not making any of this up. And after that, they could have children that survived. So really, my task becomes connect the dots. Powers reads more than the work of the writers he researches. He reads their letters and journals with results that surprise even Powers himself. Late at night when I'm getting tired and digging through the research, I'll find some extra fact, little reference in a letter or journal or something that seems to independently confirm my theory. And I'll think, oh my God, I'm not making this up. I have stumbled onto the true story. But then I go to bed, and in the morning I don't think that anymore. But the rigor of Powers' research is matched by the rigor of his supernatural concepts. Even fantasy, he says, has to behave as if it were real. Even if you're writing fantasy, you can't disregard physics. Just because you've got supernatural stuff going on doesn't mean you can have an invisible man who can see by visible light. Tim Powers' Hide Me Among the Graves is a great example of how the best fantasies can be informed by and even found within the reality we all know and agree upon, at least until we finish reading his novels. With time to read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. 
You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony.